Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy Whether one line of plot holes or gratuitous movies It's time to get busy with your friend Stephen Izzy I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I, I Learned from Movies. And we continue Deep Sember with yet another tale from the depths of the sea. Is it about no arms and short sleeves? <laughs> no sleeves. <laughs> no arms and no sleeves? <laughs> <laughs> this, uh, this episode we'll be discussing which, which uh, Jaws sequel is worse. Jaws 3D or Jaws the Revenge? Oh, three versus four. <laughs> <laughs> but first... But first, we are not drunk enough for this shit. <laughs> that's true. All right. Let's see, we got a couple uh, beverages to choose from. Um, I say we start stone cold with stone <laughs> IPA. <laughs> like stone eyes. Yes. We have a uh, stone India pale ale from Stone Brewing down in uh, San Diego. Uh, let me just one moment. We'll get this cracked for you. All right. In a bottle. Boom. Ooh, Ooh it's foamy. <laughs> yeah. All right. He's pouring it. Ooh. All that right. Is nice. This deep is like gold. a nice, like, yeah, deep gold color. It's got a cream-colored head, little yellow, lots of small Ooh. bubbles. Ooh, lots of... Uh, Floral aroma coming off of this one? Yeah. Alright, then going for a sip. Going in. Ooh, that is a hoppy IPA. Yes, it's uh, among the hoppiest. That's why it's one of the most popular uh, coming out of San Diego. If yeah, I got, it's got a, yeah, like you said, a lot of floral, a lot of citrus. Yeah, go for it. A lot of pine. If you're mm. a hop head and you have not tried stone brewing, yeah. your quest for Mecca is over. Stone brewing, everything they have is super <laughs> hot forward. <laughs> it is true. Yeah, there's definitely like some uh, Simcoe or Galaxy or something. But yeah, it's mm-hmm. real good stuff. Yeah, it is. But it is well balanced. Like, it's not just hops. There's a good malty background on it to give it like a strong backbone. It's a good beer. Mm-hmm. Definitely got some teeth to it. Like a shark! Jesus bluest. My hat is like a shark's fin. See how I smoothly transitioned into that one? Woo! Alright, well, first, let's talk about the two movies. Alright, we should probably uh, start with Jaws 3D, because that one came out first. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, of course, as everybody knows, the original Jaws, Steven Spielberg, <laughs> legend. Uh, every Everybody loves it, right? I mean, have you ever, have you ever heard somebody say, eh, I didn't care for Jaws? Yes, but that person followed that up with, oh my god, Dude, Where's My Car is the greatest movie that ever that has ever been made. There are morons out there, that's true. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, no. So just to shit on your point, I have and talked to really dumb people. And that comes from someone who actually enjoyed Dude, Where's My Car, as sad as that is. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, and then the second one, I, honestly, I 
think I've seen the second one once in my entire life. It's just yeah. very, like, eh, it's like the first one. It's forgettable. But, yeah. It's like, oh, no, they can't go in the water again. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't it um, be still? <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> there are still sharks in the water. <laughs> what? Out of the ocean? <laughs> this one just doesn't have the, the tasteful man flesh. <laughs> Uh, so then we come to 1983 when uh, Jaws 3D came out. Oh, my uh, God. So Jaws 3D basically is about uh, SeaWorld. So, like, good yes. for SeaWorld getting in on this right. like, way back in the day. Um, SeaWorld, uh, a shark, shark sneaks in and accidentally kills one of the underwater welders. Yeah. Um, weird. <laughs> oh, hi, Podcat. We have a Podcat joining us. Uh, but yeah, shark sneaks in, they catch it, they, <laughs> I know, it was exciting. And then, excuse me, I have a little bit of a cold and I'm choking on my own spittle here. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, alright, so they, they catch the shark, and then they figure out based on the bite marks that that shark uh, couldn't have killed that man, but its mother could have. Dun, dun, dun. And basically, while they have this revelation, the baby shark dies because they decided to put it out on display and have people pet it. It was like yeah, a petting pool. Yeah, it was in like the, one of those stingray pools where it's just kind of like, yeah, it's just going to go in a little uh, circle, a little 15 foot by 30 foot pool, and it'll be fine. By the way, totally not a just inflatable shark. No, right? yeah. This was, <laughs> Uh, you know, there's there a lot of me, like, in the original, how, like, how kind of low-budget, uh, what's the thing, Bruce, or whatever it was, and, you know, that's why it's, like, not even shown towards the end, even then it's just short, quick burst. This one's obviously, like, a floaty toy. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they're like, and, and they're just, like, oh, it's dying, and they, like, turn it over on its belly. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's, like, watching these, like, legitimate actors and actresses attempt to interact oh. with an inflatable <laughs> Oh, let's, let's talk about these legitimate actors yeah. and actresses. First off, Dennis Quaid. Yeah! As Mike Brody, the uh, <laughs> the son from the first two. Uh, all grown up and now working at SeaWorld. Now playing with Shark. Uh, and married to Bess Armstrong, uh, who's playing Dr. K. Morgan. <clears throat> oh, wait, are they married? Or are they just banging? I, I, think, I think they're just banging. I think they're just banging because I, I feel like she makes a <laughs> quip in there about... Um, because he gets offered a job in, like, Australia or something. Or, yeah. Oh, that's right. Because yeah, oh, at right. the, the island. Yeah. And uh, she's like, well, we're not even married. Why would I go with you? I have a good job here. Yeah. And then, of course, the director of SeaWorld, Calvin Bouchard, played by the great Lou Gossett Jr. Woo! Who, oh, my God. Who are we comparing him to? He was totally just like... He was like Cleavon Little. Yeah, yeah. He was like Cleavon Little in the... Just, just with the accent and everything. He's a jazz motherfucker. <laughs> he said you was wrong. He was right. Uh, this uh, also had uh, a young actress by the name of Leah Thompson playing Kellyanne Bukowski. <laughs> Not Bukaki. Bukowski. Yeah, she was like a skier, right? One of the yeah, like synchronized skier, like uh, pile up and do the pyramids yeah. and stuff. Because you know you see that in SeaWorld all the time. I assume you did back in the eighties. I don't know. I mean, uh, no, my family. I've never, I've never been to a SeaWorld. Oh no. Ever. We'll have to change that someday. Any kind of Hopefully not when they're sharks. Oh no! <laughs> microphone down. Microphone down. Sorry, <laughs> folks. We dropped you. Yeah, apparently it <laughs> fell over for some reason. Anyway. <laughs> the podcast wasn't even near it. <laughs> this time. All right. All right. Um, but yeah, and this was directed by Joe Alves. You might be asking, what has he done? 
Who's Joe Elvin, Steve? This is the only directing he has ever done, is this Wait, movie. not even like a music video? Not even a music video, TV show, just this. He's done art direction for shows like Night Gallery and uh, other stuff in the 70s, but this was uh, his first and last <laughs> feature directorial adventure. Um, he did this and went, oh, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, or maybe everybody else kind of said <laughs> Yeah, this is uh, it's currently streaming on Netflix. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Uh, this was made in the early 80s when 3D was all the rage again, like it was making a comeback. <laughs> From the 50s. <laughs> yeah, like 30 years later, next generation. Uh, but you can obviously Wait, tell that it was made for you 3D. You mean like 3D is really big now when they're making movies 30 yes, years later? Yes, but we didn't have the IMAX technology and all IMAX that is better than 3D. Well, yeah. So yeah. Of course, this is somebody who 3D doesn't work for. Mm. So... So how did you feel watching the, the 3D <laughs> leveling and stuff that it did? <laughs> the decapitated arm floating through oh, the yeah. scene was pretty great. <laughs> or the, the pieces of jaw that would yes. just like kind of... Spoiler alert. Weird. This is the end of the film. It could have been in the middle until you said something. <laughs> could have been anything. Uh, all right, so we were talking about the plot. <laughs> so there's a baby shark that's inflatable. Yeah. He dies. <laughs> um, they're looking for his mommy. His mommy goes to get revenge on SeaWorld. Yeah. yeah well, uh, <laughs> oh, obviously it follows the Brodies around. And there's a pair of uh, dolphins. Oh, yes. And uh, who make these little, uh, they I don't know, they're just SeaWorld dolphins here and there. And they're basically not paying attention to their trainers. They're constantly swimming off and getting into pens they're not supposed to. He's seems so distracted. <laughs> 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 yes, yes their, their incredible dialogue is that. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Um, yeah, so then people start getting pachompachomped, and then it all kind of climaxes during, during one of their big shows. It's like their big opening weekend for their underground city they've made with like all the little tunnels. They have through. Yeah. through the shark experience. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's pretty cool looking. I mean, I, I would have checked it out. If it were real. <laughs> There's actually one very similar to that at, well, it used to be at what's now uh, Six Flags Vallejo. Yeah. It's uh, called the Shark Experience, and it's very similar. Oh. Nice. Well, I mean, that you know, I mean, basically that's just like the creative version of those, like, like at the, uh, the Portland Zoo, they have their, like, Shark Experience. Remember you walk through it? Yeah, it's very small scale, though. Like, this yeah. one's really like, oh, yeah, it's like the water's, like, 100 feet deep, so we can get the big sharks and the big the big fish in there and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, Marine World is kind of small. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, then a shark starts, uh, <laughs> it, it goes deep blue sea and starts destroying structures <laughs> and hurting people to certain areas. Trapping 40 people underwater in a tube that's filling up. <laughs> Sounds very familiar. <laughs> uh, no, blue. no LL Cool J in this one, though. <laughs> That's what Lou Gossett Jr. is for. Oh, LL Cool J wasn't even born yet, was he? Or he was just oh, 83. Born. No, no, he was like teenager. Like, he was just starting to make a name for himself. Like, 85, 86. Really? Yeah. He's been around a long time, sweetie. Man. Check the record. <laughs> um, but yeah, gee, I, I, since I already spoiled the ending... By the way, there's a sequel, so that should kind of give you a hint. <laughs> well, much like every other Jaws movie, there is a shark explosion. There is <laughs> a very grand shark explosion. I um, would, I, 
So I'm going to go ahead and say, I think this one might have the best shark explosion. Yeah? Oh, we didn't even talk about the uh, the Australian guy. Oh, my goodness. Okay, oh. so this one has a uh, a guy who an Australian who comes in to catch the shaft for them. Yeah. And his whole thing is that basically he tricks hot chicks into posing for him, and then he <laughs> swims down and attempts to catch the shark, yeah. which will be repeated in another movie we're going to be doing in an upcoming podcast. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, think, and, and if you're picturing this guy, picture uh, Steve Irwin, but if you were played by Matthew McConaughey. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and his uh, his camera guy oh, uh, looks like he was probably the bass guitarist for like some '60s band, and he hasn't shaved since. Yeah, he kind of looked like a like David Crosby kind of like he's got the big mustache yeah. slash beard Fu Manchu thing kind of going <laughs> and yeah he's uh, and he looks haggard he's seen some shit <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah I I'd say definitely check it out especially if you're into kind of cheesy horror movies or but if you're completionist and need to see the entire uh, Jaws I mean, saga all four of them are streaming maybe we need to watch number two too I know uh, but yes that leads us into the next one Jaws the Revenge Starring Mike Hocane. Mike Hocane. <laughs> As Hoagie. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. This one came uh, uh, out in 1987. And it's directed by Joseph Sargent, who uh, did the original taking of Pelham 123 uh, back in the I think it was like late 70s. And he's done a lot of TV movies and uh, episodes. Uh, or TV movies like the... Well, I, well, what I have written down is uh, Something the Lord Made, that one with uh, Alan Rickman <laughs> and Mostef that's on HBO all the time. Oh, yeah. Seems anytime I'm homesick. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen um, that movie a few times, my dear. I've uh, changed the channel a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> you skimmed past it. I, I always seem to find the same scene with that one. You know, the one where they're overlooking a body <laughs> together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Alan Rickman's like, I just don't see what I can do. And Mostef is like, well, maybe... Maybe we can do something like this. Uh, oh. It's not a good movie. Not very entertaining. But entertaining. I'm sure it's a great movie, watching it all the way through. <laughs> Future podcast. No. Uh, <laughs> Woo! Podcast worthy! Uh, but also starring in this movie, besides my cocaine, uh, is Lorraine Gary reprising her role as Ellen Brody uh, from the first two movies. Mm. Um, and Mike Brody's back! Because they moved to the Bahamas! They did! Um, However, he's not, he's not played by Dennis Quaid, though. Womp womp. He's played by Lance Guest, who looks nothing like Dennis Quaid. Not even a little bit. <laughs> they're, they're both kind of white. I'm not going to lie. It, it actually took me quite a while to figure out that he's supposed, supposed to be the same, the same guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a little bit of that, too. He's he, like, he, oh, he's got the same name. That's he's, weird. Yeah, he's got, like, the, the George Michael... Uh, you know the '80s, like yeah. the little little bro, the yeah, the perm with the beard, and you know he's he's very well built. I'll give him that, but he's got the yeah. hairy chest. And, yeah. It's like '70s guy. Yeah, yeah, late '70s, early '80s guy. Um, Doesn't look like Dennis Quaid at all. Also in this movie is Mario Van Peebles. Um, yeah. And his first big role as Jake, the tour guide, or, or no, no, he's a, that's right, no, he's not tour guide. He's a scientist, along with Mike Brody. Yeah, they're studying the conks yeah. and their migration on the ocean floor. Yeah, and he seems to be the smart one, and Mike Brody seems to be the guy who's willing to go into the water. <laughs> what I got from the dynamic is um, Peebles was basically was like the tech guy, 
and Brody was uh, like the the like biology guy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, like, yeah. That's Brody true. had like studied the animals and knew that. Then people knew like did the tech and stuff. He knew how to make death ray guns and uh, right. you know sound recorders and. <laughs> <laughs> he builds a he he builds a tracker out of shit he has on his boat. Yeah. To yeah. track the bo- oh to track the shark by its heartbeat. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, well, we're, we're gonna basically the movie starts out. Um, a young Brody is eaten. Uh, the, uh, the the other son. Yeah, I forget his name, but yeah, he's like a he's police officer uh, back in and the. It's Christmas time. Oh my God, Amity, Amity yeah, Island. Am- on Amity Island. Back home, and he's <laughs> he's out doing a patrol of something um, on a boat. And the shark jumps up and eats him right off his own boat. Yeah, just like eats half the boat with him in it, <laughs> and it's not the best. Cutscene ever. It's <laughs> just kind of like, oh, and half the boat's missing, and he's missing, and <laughs> now the boat's sinking. Um, but but of course, uh, the mom knows knows what happened. That sharks after her family. It's after her family, coming back for revenge from the first two movies, <laughs> and uh, so then Mike Brody, you know, being being the caring son that he is, comes back. Uh, she tells him her theory, and he's kind of like, <coughs> "All right, you need to come to the Bahamas with me because you shouldn't be alone." <laughs> Pretty much, he's like, "You know what? We got like a nice warm place. You can put away these winter jackets." Yeah, I mean, I, I'm okay with that plan. <laughs> Dude, if you ever want to go to the Bahamas for Christmas, I am down. Go from upstate New York to the Bahamas. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm good. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, so they get out there. Uh, she meets. She meets a friend out there named Hoagie, who's the uh, local uh, inter-island pilot. He just has a yeah, he flies supplies in. And I, nobody actually seems to really know what he does, except for he comes in and gambles and loses all his money. I'm pretty sure he's a smuggler of some sort. They <laughs> kind of are hinting at that. Um, and then, like, as, as they become more romantic, uh, young Brody is definitely like, you got to tell me about this guy, because... Uh, I don't think he's the greatest guy for you. I don't think... Who's this guy who's hitting on my mommy? <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's this guy? Where's his accent from? <laughs> uh, but, uh, so yeah, and then of course, as all sharks would do in this case, goes from uh, Amity Island, New York, all the way down to the Bahamas, because, you know, yeah. great white sharks live in the Bahamas. Oh no, they say multiple times, sharks like this don't come down here, it's too warm. And that's how come when he first starts peering and starts trying to snack on people on a banana boat, yeah. <laughs> they want to study him. Of course. Even uh, though their grant is uh, for tracking conk, <laughs> and Brody's afraid they're going to lose their like, grant. By the way, who's paying for that grant? Is, well, I, I guess conk soup's kind of a big thing, so maybe they're, they're just trying to Give find Camp- the mic. <laughs> it's so, big Campbell's? Yeah, say, so they're trying... <laughs> They're funding this experiment, like, oh yeah, we just want to know how they, you know, breed and migrate and blah blah blah. No, 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 we're totally not going to turn all of them into soup. No, no, <laughs> just, just if you could get that information for us, Mr. Marine Biologist. Oh no, 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 it's the people who make the the conch shell like whistles. The oh yes. <laughs> Dinner's ready. <laughs> big big conch. Because <laughs> <laughs> everybody knows when you go to the islands. So with conch shells, you can only get them at those big box conch shops. And so it's not big conch, it's king conch. King conch. King conch. I like king cotton. Ah. Yeah, 
Anyway. <laughs> so, um... I thought it was Egyptian. <laughs> <laughs> so, the shark finds them, starts eating people. Yeah. Um, people die. They go out on a boat a couple of times, tracking it, and... So there's a couple of boats in this, and it's kind of hard to keep them straight. And so, like, as boats get eaten, and as people steal boats, it's kind of hard to follow, because it's like, wait, I just happened to catch the name of that one, even though nobody said it so far in this movie, but I think that's the same boat they were on earlier, but they're out on a boat right now, so what boat are they on? Yeah, a lot of boats, a couple planes thrown in, just as modes of transportation to get out in the middle of the ocean, um, leads to the final battle between the Brodies and the Shark. I want to point out real quick before we get to the final battle. So if we're following this from the third one into the yes. fourth one, uh, his now wife, yes. Brody's now wife. <laughs> Who also changed. <laughs> Who also changed. And they have a daughter. Don't forget they have a daughter. Oh, that's right. Oh, and and apparently she dropped the whole uh, dolphin trainer slash marine biologist thing to That's become an artist. She became yeah. a like a metal sculptor. Yeah. Like she gave up her entire like like she was the the dolphin trainer at this place. Yeah. I mean, really, she was this was the top like quote fish like trainer. Like she handled all the big stuff. And in this one, she didn't handle any marine life. She just welds. Maybe, maybe they just broke up, and she's a completely different chick. That's what I'm probably guessing. The backstory is that's never explained, of course, but I don't think no, it's supposed to be. No, they don't even really role. say her name. Like she's yeah. just welding in the background, and then she has a uh, an unveiling ceremony that her husband and best friend aren't at. Yeah, yeah, kind of a dick move there, Mike. <laughs> One of her major sculptures. That's uh, if, if the shark doesn't get him, she definitely will. <laughs> right? You always come to your ladies' art unveiling, right, honey? Absolutely, every time. <laughs> Come see us this Sunday at uh, the Laundry SF. <laughs> we'll be sh- <laughs> yeah. Good time. Uh, so yeah, movie ends with a shark explosion. There, I said it. But yes. but but before even the shark explosion, uh, spoiler alert, it growls like a, a lot. lot. There's so much growling. Also, <laughs> they track it via its heartbeat. Yeah. Yeah. There's many many holes. Like, like I, I get what they were trying to do. They're trying to just do a little. Like like from the like alien art. movies, like yeah. you know that that, that uh, build tension to, with yeah. that, but and like do kind of like a sonar thing. Yeah, but it doesn't really work. No, it's, it it's just like oh yeah, I'm not reading anything. Oh shit, he's on top of you. Sorry, this get thing totally the, fucking didn't work. I guess get out of the water. He's on top of you. What? <laughs> <laughs> ah, my Scooby. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I'm calling his little underwater. That's all thing, the Scooby. He's yeah, no, he totally has the super rad, basically underwater motorcycle. Yeah, <laughs> it's an underwater mo- It's it's like a submarine. Ver- it's a motorcycle version of the submarine. Yeah, uh, fun stuff. Um, so yeah, that's Jaws: The Revenge. Before we uh, come to our conclusions and have our debate, do you need more beverage? I absolutely do. <laughs> what do we got here? All right, so we have from Cigar City Brewing. Jayalai Pale Ale. Let's see. Jayalai is a merry game. It's a game native to the Basque region of Spain. Oh, um, it's Highlight. Oh, Highlight. There we yeah, go. From Archer with the, the big, uh, yeah. I don't know, fucking hook thing or whatever. You fling the, the balls at like 150 miles an hour. There we go. All right. 
Pampa was once home to this uh, high-speed game, but sadly all that remains here is the India Pale Ale, which we brewed in tribute to this merry game. Pair highlight India Pale Ale with empanadas, doubled crabs, and spicy dishes. What is a doubled crab and a cab crab, and how do I get it? Yeah, I guess it's like the deviled egg, but with crab in the middle. Oh Jesus! Yeah. Oh shit! Let's do that. Hey, sweetie, you some up there? Hey, this one's alive. All right. Well, you got All right. Yeah. Just a moment, Woo! folks. We're uh, opening the can, and it seems to be pretty active. <laughs> I'm feeling foggy. This, this was another beer donated to us from fan of the podcast, Coriel. Sorry y'all missed the uh, opening on that, but it was, um, woo! It was open in a fizzy can. It was. The thing is, uh, this is high-spirited. This beer is a little bit murky. I'm wondering if maybe this beer is either a little old or possibly yeah. a little infected. Who knows? We did get it mailed to us for our wedding four months ago, so it's very... And who knows how long it's at in the distribution center. Yeah, uh, so it's a little bit murky, but it's a nice gold color. It's got a um, kind of a off-white cream head. Lots of little bubbles. Uh, mm -hmm. My nose is failing me. What kind of room are you getting off of it, my dear? Yeah, a little floral, a little citrus. All right. Very typical India Pale Ale. A lot of all the different hops in it. He's going in for the sip. All right. Let's see. Oh, his face. No, actually, his face is fine. Yeah, it's actually. I mean. It's basically like a pale ale at this point. Like it's not super hoppy, mostly because it's been in the can and the fridge for <laughs> several months now. And of course, with the IPAs, you'll basically want to drink them as quickly as possible. But but yeah, it's, it's still very a lot of good flavor. There's getting a lot of citrus you know, off this yeah, one. Like yeah, yeah, very citrusy and grapefruit. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, it's a little flat, but that could be because it foamed up for whatever reason it decided to. We did have this one chilled, so it should have. <coughs> That's true, yes. Very good stuff. I'd, if you're in Tampa, Florida, definitely check them out. Yeah. Okay. All right. crabs. That does sound delicious. All right, we're going to have to find that out after this podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Give that recipe. All righty. How, so. how about some, do uh, you want to discuss which is worse, or you want some fun facts? Uh, let's discuss discuss which is first, because I don't want the fun facts painting my opinion okay. of these movies because like if it turns out the one that I'm not voting for it was like oh yeah by the way they blew up a real shark I'm going to give an extra point <laughs> like all the sharks are real like deep blue sea <laughs> oh my god <laughs> anyway so go, right. go for it Whoops. so I'm going to say both movies were pretty bad they were <laughs> Jaws 3 felt older than 1983. It did. It felt it's like it felt older than the, the first one. Yeah, it, it it had a very grainy quality, to, and I I'm sure a lot of that has to do with the 3D and like the layering and all yeah. that. Yeah, it was very the colors were desaturated. Yeah. Like yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say um, of the two of them, I have to give it to Jaws for partially because it's a way more ridiculous premise, and at this point <laughs> if you're foreign, you have to go even more ridiculous, like the Fast and Furious franchises. Yeah. Um, and oh my God. It, I feel like it's more memorable, yeah. as stupid as it is, and I think it was a little bit more entertaining as a movie. I also may have been extra entertained, partially because every time they were just near the water, which is basically the whole film, yeah. I just wanted to be in that like Caribbean water. That beautiful so blue water, God. yeah, that, that was basically an advertisement for the Bahamas, where, uh. where Jaws 3D was an advertisement for... A horrible advertisement for SeaWorld because it's like, hey, come check out SeaWorld. You will die. <laughs> yeah, and it was like SeaWorld, like Tampa, Florida. 
Yeah. Like our JLI. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh, Orlando, Florida. Yeah. There we go. But, but, Orlando. Yeah. but yeah, close. Yeah. Um, so so you're saying Jaws of Revenge was worse? I'm going to say Jaws of Revenge. Jaws 3D is worse than Jaws of Revenge. Really? Yes. Because I got more entertainment out of Jaws the Revenge than I did out of Jaws 3D. You know what? <laughs> I can't even argue with that. I agree 100%. Uh, I will grant to Jaws 3D, though, the better shark explosion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> should, should, should we tell them how it ended, or should we make them watch it on Netflix? Uh, well, let's just go ahead and say that there is 3D shark jaw shrapnel flying at you. <laughs> you got to see yeah. this. Yeah, watch, watch both of them. And <laughs> even if you don't want to watch the entire thing, just watch the last ten minutes of both of them. Oh, my God, yes. Yeah. It'll, uh, now, watch all of Jaws 4, because you got to see Mario Van Peebles. Yeah, Mario Van Peebles and Mike Cocaine. He's and Mike charming. Cocaine, they're both so entertaining in that. It's true. We don't even remember the names of the people in the other one. <laughs> uh, Dennis Quaid was Mike Brody. Uh, Lou Gossett Jr. Something Louisiana. <laughs> Boucher okay. or Bouchard or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Bouchard, Louisiana. <laughs> I get wrong here. Yeah. I get wrong there. <laughs> How about you? Right. What are you... Are Are you going to not fight me on this? I, I really can't. It's one of the things... Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just more enjoyable. Jaws, the, Jaws Revenge has a quality to it where it's just so horrible you end up liking it more than Jaws 3D. Yeah, and it's so ridiculous. The premise is ridiculous. And the special effects for all of them are just fucking horrible. Oh, they're so bad. <laughs> also, I'm not going to lie, I got a little bit of sick and sad joy out of Bruce the Shark, who's used in all of the films. Yeah. Looks so bad in the fourth one. I, I, why would they, it seemed like they used the same one. I know the it is the same like, one. Yeah, yeah, but it's like... But they didn't even touch it up. Like, they, yeah. like... You Duck can see, or something. I don't like, know. <laughs> obviously, they stored it outside. And, like, the rust is coming out from under its eyes, and they didn't even bother buffing that out. Yeah. Yeah, it was a, a bit of a cash grab. But, hey, the actor's got to spend a couple months out in the Bahamas, and, you know, can't complain to that. <laughs> right? Oh, man. All right. So... So we say oh. Jaws 3 is worse. Yes. <laughs> We're All in agreement, right. damn it. <laughs> so you got some fun facts for us? I do. Jaws 3 was the film debut of Miss Leah Thompson. Hey! Who would go on to, of course, star in uh, Back to the Future, Howard the Duck, uh, Carolyn in the City. Yeah, very easy. Um, uh, these first couple are just all going to be for Jaws 3, just so you know. Yeah. Uh, the female dolphin called Sandy in the movie is really a male dolphin named Capricorn. He, uh, he currently lives in Discovery Cove, which is owned by SeaWorld Orlando, and uh, has interactions with guests by giving them rides and doing tricks for them. Capricorn is 50 years old. Hot damn. Go, Capricorn. Uh, obviously shot at SeaWorld. Um, <laughs> there wouldn't be another fictional feature 3D shark movie until, until 2011 when Shark Night 3D debuted. And, wow. And this is, this is an interesting one. $13 million opening weekend was the highest opening weekend for a 3D movie ever, and it wasn't passed until 20 years later when Spy Kids 3D came out. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, and that, that was like $33 million, so that just blew it out of the water. Literally. <laughs> Literally. 
All right, now Jaws the Revenge. Yeah. Fun facts. Uh, when Michael Caine was I asked about this movie in an interview, he answered, I've never seen it, but by all accounts, it is terrible. However, I have seen the house that it built, and it's terrific. Smart he man. He was paid $1.5 million for seven uh, days' work. In the Caribbean. Uh, yes, in the Bahamas. Mr. And, uh, Mr. Kane, we would like to pay you $1.5 million to fly you to the Caribbean so that you can pretend to be an air, air pilot, uh, you know, in our film. Exactly. <laughs> also, Michael Kang could not accept his Oscar for the uh, movie Hannah and Her Sisters uh, because he was busy filming this movie. <laughs> That's right. Academy Award winner in Jaws the Revenge. <laughs> oh, my God. And uh, last one I got, Bruce the Rubber Shark was nominated for a Golden Raspberry Award, or Razzie, for Worst Actor in this film, thus making him the first animal nominated for the award. Hey. <laughs> so, uh... Shall we Isn't have something about the little girl from this movie? Oh, yes, the little girl. Oh, my God, this horrible, horrible, sad story of the little girl from Jaws the Revenge. So the young lady, I forget her actress, but we're looking it up I'll pull, right now. I'll pull it up, continue with the story. She uh, was apparently started in, like, uh, hundreds of TV commercials. You, you'd recognize her. She was, I feel like she was in, like, My Buddy commercials and stuff like that, and, like, all kinds of cereal. Just an adorable, sweet little blonde girl. Um... She unfortunately passed away shortly after this movie, um, and reading the IMDb biography about it is one of the saddest fucking things you'll ever hear. <laughs> All right, her name is uh, Judith Barcy. You may also know her as the voice of um, Ducky. That's right, Land Before Time. From Land Before Time. Um, so, uh, little Judith had a pretty successful career. But her dad was not as cool with it, and uh, he routinely drank and uh, threatened to kill himself, Maria, and Judith. Um, he was arrested multiple times for drunk driving. He apparently beat her and threatened her on a regular basis. Um, they were able to like pin him down um, for it. And basically, he ended up uh, murdering... And they all lived happily ever after! Right. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, fucking... he, he murdered her and, uh, and her mom. Oh, I'm trying to pull it up here, sorry. Yeah, horrible, horrible stuff. But, you know, unfortunate. Um, I don't know what Let's see. Uh, yeah, it was really bad. Judith was last seen riding her bike in the morning of July 25th. That evening, Joseph shot her in the head while she was sleeping and murdered her mother, Maria. Spent the next two days wandering around the house and said on, during a phone conversation to Judith's agent that night that he was going to move out for good but needed to say goodbye to his little girl. Uh, apparently, as far as I can tell, minutes later, he poured gasoline on the bodies and lit them on fire. He then went to the garage and shot himself in the head. So sad. Wow, what a Debbie Downer. Um, <laughs> uh, but you know what? She is the. Her and Mario Van Peebles are the best actors <laughs> in this movie. That's right, Michael Caine. <laughs> you got up by a little girl. <laughs> Academy Award winner. <laughs> Hannah, Hannah and her sisters. No one's ever seen that fucking movie. <laughs> and nobody cares. <laughs> well, shall we have one more beverage? All right, before we round this out, so our last beverage of the night. Is from Uncommon Brewers. We actually got this at the brewery. Ooh. Yeah, down in Santa Cruz. 
This is a Baltic porter brewed with licorice and star anise. <laughs> uh, this uncommon beer was brewed to be aged, so we're in a cool place and enjoy the change. Right. We will not be doing that. We will no, be we will be enjoying this. But I'm sure it's been aged for a few months. Here we go. Right. It's in a can. Not only that, we've got a uh, 16 ounce can. Yeah, oh boy. big boy. Ready? So this is a pitch black beer with a dark khaki colored head. Khaki. Mm. Even with my limited uh, nasal receptors, getting the licorice off of it right away. Getting a lot of licorice and star anus. Mm. God damn, that's a good beer. Indeed. If you don't like licorice, you will not like that beer. If you do like licorice, and you like coffee, and you like stouts, and you like things that are awesome and wonderful and amazing in this world, you will like this beer. Indeed. So yeah, if you're down in Santa Cruz, stop on by Uncommon Brewers. Yeah, we're going to have to go get some more so we can age it. That's true. Probably down for that. Well, what did we learn from these two movies? I learned <coughs> the only way to kill a killer shark is with dynamite. Over and over and over again. That's true. It's definitely the best way. May not be the only way, but it's the most effective. No, I'm pretty way. sure it's the only way. <laughs> I mean, now we've seen Deep Blue Sea and two of the Jaws, and I've seen other Jaws as well. You have to blow a shark up. That's the only way to like make sure it's dead. True, and even then, you have to hope that their vaporized bodies don't just turn into <laughs> a bunch of little sharks that grow up to be bigger. <laughs> uh, I learned sharks want one thing. Revenge. <laughs> not Merlot? <laughs> no, not Merlot. No, that's a super smart sharks. We're oh. talking about the, the dumb killing machines. They want revenge. So base so so basic bitch sharks just want revenge, whereas like us educated sharks are very much into Merlot and kind of nose. Mm. And occasionally cooking wine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So yeah, check out Jaws Three and Jaws the Revenge. Um, and uh, if we don't talk to you before, then have a merry, merry Christmas and a special holiday Happy season. The sharkies of Christmas. <laughs> All the Kwanzas and Hanukkahs and uh, Friendsgiving. Eh, that already merry but. New Christmas, Kwanzaa! Woo! And a Happy New Year if you don't hear from us uh, before then. But you will. You will. We'll be back next week with yet another tale of shark amazement. <laughs> da da. Da da. So until then, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned From Movies. Have a good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Oh my god, I'm so excited for Dolph Lundgren. Uh, <laughs> oh, spoiler alert. <laughs>